Hi, this is your host Jojo Binks and you're listening to I Can Talk Underwater podcast where you can learn anything and everything under the sun. Pretty much, you will learn random shit. Hello everyone! Hope you had a really great Christmas. I certainly did. I was able to spend my time with my beautiful friends. Unfortunately, I didn't get to the Gold Coast this month to visit my family, but I'll see them next month for Australia Day. But I really had an amazing time. Thank you to everyone that tuned in to my episodes last week. I really appreciate all your feedbacks and letting me know that you have learned something from that episode. I received few questions and feedbacks that I will quickly go over before we delve into today's episode. The common feedback is giving you a little bit more tips on cybersecurity. So I put together something here for you. Of course, they're not foolproof, but something for you to think about anyway. First of all, with your password, I should never use your pet's name, your sibling's name, etc. Use passphrase. For example, dirty shoes, 364, hashtag exclamation mark. There is no way the scammers will be able to identify that password because it's just randomly selected. Of course, you need to change your password every three months and always opt in for multi-factor identification where, you know, they can send a text message to you as part of logging in process. Next bit, which I've spoken about this last episode is not giving your information to the third party that seems dubious. If someone called called you or sent you a text message, always give the company a call back. This one is a little bit of inconvenience. If you've had your phone number for a number of years as, as well as your email address, it is advisable to perhaps change your phone number or your email address. Every time you punch in your details on online shopping or survey, your personal information usually gets sold to a third party for marketing purposes. Lately, I've been receiving a lot of emails from Tamu, which I've never bought anything from Tamu, but they know my email address. It is because I've used my email address from other online shopping company and they've sold my details to Tamu. Again, it's a lot of inconvenience, but that's one of the ways where you can start afresh when no one actually knows your personal information yet. When someone purchases anything on your behalf, like insurance, always call back the company to confirm the legitimacy of that document and if the document have the correct information. And lastly, never put your birthday on social media. At least hide the year. Once the scammers know your actual birthday, they will be able to change your password or call on your behalf. So those are quick tips and tricks on cybersecurity. I know that the scammers these days are becoming smarter. So always speak to your network, to your friends and family, because more likely than not, they've also received that similar text message or email or phone call. Keep sharing notes with the people around you. So that's it. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the last episode. And if you have any further questions, please send them through. Now, let's delve into the next episode. Today's episode, I really want to discuss 
the question, do people actually change? I personally don't believe so. Look, 90% of my friends are against my point of view. But hear me out. I swear there is a method to my madness. For me, my terminology of change is a 180 degree flip from one to another. I don't consider 10, 20, 30% as change. I think they're just those little tweaks of improvement. So, if you're an asshole, you were born an asshole, tomorrow you can't just not be an asshole. I think you are going to die as an asshole. As you get older, you just get to learn how to mask how much of an asshole you are. Of course, I am not talking about the change of your height, the color of your hair, or change your mind about your partner. Those you can 100% change. I am talking about your temperament and core personality traits. Also, I'm going to step back a bit and to declare that you actually can change your height. I apologize. What I meant with that is you change your height from when you were a baby or a child to now as an adult. So please don't send me a DM asking how you can change your height because I don't know. Anyways, let's go back to the premise of this podcast. Okay, so from what I said before, I don't believe people change. I think that as you get older, you learn to implement strategies to make your personality traits or temperament more pleasant or more acceptable by the community. But your deep-seated personalities and temperament, you cannot change that. I'll start with personality traits. Your personality is something that you build from the day you were born and as you progress through life. So basically through experiences. The big five personality traits are extroversion, agreeableness, consensuousness, and neurotism. I'll give you an example. Greg. Say Greg. Hi, Greg. Greg is an introverted person. He loves spending time alone to recharge his batteries. He spends a lot of time reading his books and listening to music. But as an introvert, that doesn't necessarily mean that Greg just want to spend time alone forever. We are social beings. We need people around us to make us happy and fulfilled. So Greg would still need to go out there to communicate and build relationships with other people. So as he got older, he implemented or learned some strategies to be able to connect with people. For example, he joined an AFL team so he can meet friends that do things that he loves doing. Having friendships and having those level of connections doesn't mean Greg is now an extrovert. I bet you when Greg goes out to the pub and he will have this exit strategy already in his mind so he can leave at 10 p.m. He will be like, hey guys, I need to go home because I need to water my monsteria plant called Linda. Linda needs me. I swear, he's got an exit strategy. Greg still required to come home and recharge his batteries without people around him. What I meant with this is, even though he implemented some strategies, 
he still goes back to his original setting, which is in this example, an introvert. Okay, next up, let's talk about temperament. So temperament, sometimes called disposition, refers to aspects of your personality influenced by your biology, not experiences. So you were born with a temperament. Four main types of temperament are sanguine, which is warm, optimistic, social, phlegmatic, which is relaxed, apathetic, slow moving. Oh my God, I've got a friend that moves so slow. Last time I saw him, he was like, hey, Jojo, can I take a shit quickly before we go to the pub? And I was like, no, mate, the word quick is not in your vocabulary. You need to take a shit at the pub, but we are going now. Oh my God. And so the third one is melancholic, which means analytical, quiet, nostalgic. And the last one is choleric, irritable and quick to react. I'll give you another example why I think you can't change your temperament. Say Sharon has a choleric temperament. That is, she's got short fuse. She loses her temper very quickly. And she's always been like that. So when there is something wrong or someone said something that is against her opinion, she loses her shit. She chucks a tantrum. She raises her voice and sometimes throws the remote across the room. As she got older, she noticed that this temperament has a negative effect on people. Actually, Sharon's partner left her because of her short fuse. I just made that up, by the way. Poor Sharon. Because of this experience, she needed to go to therapy and learn some self-awareness that this specific temperament is actually ruining her relationship. So now she's putting some strategies in to make herself better and make her relationship better. Not just with her romantic partner, but also with families, friends, co-workers. Some of the strategies that she now implies is when she feels that she's about to lose her shit, she's having this physical reaction like heavy breathing, red face, and really closed off and about to yell at someone. She recognizes those red flags and she tells the other person, Okay, I am about to lose my temper. I'm just going to go out and go for a run quickly to clear my mind. With that strategy, when she returns from her run, she's able to speak to that person logically, empathetically, and calmly. And it's easier for her to resolve the conflict a lot quicker. But, this is the big but, this doesn't mean Sharon is now patient. She still has a short fuse. She will always have a short fuse, but she just learned some strategies so she can connect with other people so she doesn't lose friendships or lose a partner. Did she actually change? No. She will always be the person with a short fuse, but she learned to control it better. It's about management of her temperament. Now, You might think that is change. Remember in the beginning of the podcast, my terminology of change is 180 degree turn. In this case, Sharon would move 
from someone that has a short fuse to not having a temper at all, like complete patient, like Mother Teresa. I just don't buy it. Okay, I may sound so pessimistic and it's all doom and gloom, but I think having this point of view that people don't change is a good thing. I don't want someone telling me, hey, Jojo Binks, you can no longer be an extrovert. You have to change because you're too hyper. You have way too much energy. You need to calm your tits down. Oh my God, I swear if someone said that to me, I'm going to punch them in the face. Some people, like I hear this around when they enter in a relationship and they make the other person their project. They say, I'm going to change him. When he's with me, he's going to be a better person. I'm going to train him. So he will do anything and everything that I want him to do. Mate, calling someone a project so they can change for your benefit, is just an ass thing to do. When you ask someone that they need to change, people are more likely to be defensive about that. You are basically saying, hey mate, your personality is shit. You have to change. That is just unachievable. Changing your temperament and personality traits from one to another, it's climbing Mount Everest and then die in the middle of that journey. However, if you tell yourself that you can't change, but you can manage it through implementing strategies, that is so much more achievable. People always say to me that people could change as long as they work very hard. Changing someone's personality traits and temperament could take years and a lot of therapy sessions and self-improvement. And I think people will give up a lot quicker because it's just so fucking hard. So with that thought, if people could change, but they have to work super hard for it, do they actually ever complete the transformation? I would say that most people would give up. Because they give up, that means they actually didn't end up changing. That is why I think people don't change. They could, but they don't. Yes, my darlings, people don't change. So if your boyfriend or girlfriend is an asshole, I'm sorry to tell you, they're not going to change. They will live and breathe to be an asshole, but you can help them manage that. A disclaimer, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I am just an underwater talkerist. This is just my point of view to provoke your thoughts and perhaps a conversation starter with your friends. Anyways, let me know what you think. As always, please send me a DM or join the conversation on my Instagram account called I Can Talk Underwater Podcast and I will go through your questions or feedbacks in the next episode. Please share and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified when I release a new episode on Wednesdays. And also leave five-star ratings. If you can't leave any good ratings, please just F off and walk away. Have a safe New Year's, everyone. Please don't drink too much or do. And I can't wait to speak to you next year. Love you long time. Bye.